Yeah, I think we live right now, y'all. Play it loud as here. I think we live right now, y'all. That's that new podcast, man. And this right here is produced by Mad Scientists. Good looking, cuz up. They gave me one shot, they, they gave, gave me, me one chance. chance. I had to let these niggas know T play, been the fucking man. Uh-huh. Black shoes, white teeth, new jewelry. Niggas talking shit, uh-huh. but none of y'all fear, fear me. me. None of y'all hear me. me though. Yeah, that's okay. That's right. play got some shit that's about to be on the way. It's already here. Play it loud podcast. That's that new sound. Time, I'm about to come through and represent comp town. Uh, you better know when I come through, spitting that flow. Spit it, I gotta go, but I'm all on your radio. Every day, every so weekend. tune in, homie. You have no choice. Uh-huh. Cause I still got that voice that'll make them panties moist. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Let's get play it loud. Yeah. Play it loud, homeboy, this my podcast. Hey, yeah, play it loud. Play it loud, little mama, this my podcast. Yeah, Turn it up, man. look, yeah. play it loud. Uh-huh. Play it loud, everybody, this the podcast. Up, yeah, look, yeah. play it loud. Uh-huh. Check it out, homeboy, I'm on your dial tone. Man, play it loud is live in effect now, man. It's a new podcast for the streets, man. City of Comfort Zone, man, DJ T-Play. I represent for me and you, man, so tune in. You know what I'm saying? We starting right now. Tune into the show. One more thing. I'm out here. <laughs>
kick these kids off the damn streets, give them something to do. Like, we don't have no kind of recreation no more for these children, man. These little whack-ass after-school programs that y'all trying to do. Man, y'all can mess me with that bullshit. Man, I'm at the mess. Don't have me get started with these after-school programs, man. The shit, whether, whether it's at a school, whether it's at a, a park, community center, man, all you got these goddamn kids out there is running around, playing, feeding them some fucking snacks until their damn parents come pick them up. That's it. Them little bullshit, little activities that you try to do, if maybe out of 30 kids you may have, maybe per one volunteer or whoever the little group leader may be. So 30 kids to one group leader or 17 to group one group leader, however you want to do 15, however you want to do the damn number the ratio. Anyway, back to the matter at hand is, if out that 15 that this group leader has, if 12 of those kids are paying attention and three of them is really not, really is not into that activity, they don't give a damn. They just let those other three just do whatever. Instead of really showing them, really taking the time out to really get them to want to be involved with the activity. And unfortunately it's going on in our classrooms nowadays. great teachers out here still when I grew up teachers was they were everything man I mean I had teachers and I know a lot of us can relate that grew up and with and with the school went to school in Compton I'm sure a lot of people that's in the hood LA Watts you know what I'm saying Long Beach you feel me Inglewood, all them other places in the hood. I'm sure y'all got that too, but I'm talking about my people that grew up in Compton. That can relate to this. That know what I'm what I'm talking about right here. We had teachers when I grew up that were like aunties to us, like uncles to us. I mean, we had some, especially a lot of the women teachers. I mean, they was real to you. You know what I'm saying? They told you what you needed to hear. Broke that shit down to you. I mean, I had a teacher that a lot of us knew at Compton High, Miss Mickles, boy. Miss <laughs> Mickles let your ass have it. And she told you the real about yourself, you know, and we had a lot of teachers like that that we just respected, you know, that you can actually talk to that. It's crazy, even a crazy ass teacher like Mr. Aller that used to tell us about the inflation and the damn crashing and how, uh, Another depression can happen and all this shit, and we end up having a damn recession. I mean, I graduated in 1999. The recession is what? Maybe 05, 06, around that time, some around that time, whatever. I mean, shit, it wasn't no, it wasn't no more than 10 years. It was less than 10 years after that man predicted it, and it happened. So, even the ones like that that got on our fucking nerves, that was giving us the game about investing in how to how to really save our money and telling us to go home the thing is we wasn't making money like that at the time but this motherfucker was telling us to go home and tell our parents this shit like he was giving us game to go tell our parents <laughs> like shit like our parents really should have been coming up there trying to holler at this dude like uh 
uh, Mr. Al, uh, what, Richard's your name? Uh, yeah, Richard, uh, you're an alpha-looking motherfucker, but, uh, you make a good point. You really do. I still can't get over the point you look like Alf. Huh! But, you make some good valid points, Richard. But seriously, I mean, all jokes aside, we just had teachers teachers, and people in programs that really cared when I grew up, man. I mean, that's from the schools to the parks to the rec centers. Like, it was people that really cared and really took their job serious. You still have a few, because I don't want to sound like I'm just bashing on some teachers or I'm just bashing on people that's uh, community relations specialists and stuff like that. No, I'm not, okay? Because you still have some that really care, but let's be honest, y'all see the shit like I do. You got a lot of these young ones now that on their fucking phone, they making videos and shit. They too busy uh, reading motherfuckers' memes and what somebody has said about they man and what's going on and shit. They too busy in the social media world sort of focusing on their damn job. <sighs> man. Just when are we gonna get that out of our damn system, man? And just and just focus on and keep your look, keep your eye on the prize. Keep your eyes on the fucking prize, man. Jeez. Anyway, go off my little rant early, play it loud podcast. <laughs> so this episode is titled WWPD. What would people do? <laughs> Y'all just never know what people may do in this day, man. This day of age, we we just don't know. I mean, honestly, a lot of us is out here suffering from mental issues. People just dealing with life is hard as hell. I mean, one thing about life, man, it's, it's a yellow, and you only get one turn, one shot at this motherfucker. Once you out of here, ain't no putting no quarter in, pressing start, you know what I'm saying? Trying to go back to the beginning or picking up where you left off thinking you can save that shit on some storage file. That ain't real life, okay? That's only on the PS. That's only on the Xbox. For real. So a lot of us is out here really suffering for some things and, um, we just really want you to understand that Play Loud Podcast, you can come over here and share, let some things out. Even if you don't want to do that, because I understand a lot of people don't want to tell their truth. A lot of people is not like how me and my boy Mike is, how I share my personal insight about my mother and how I grew up. And it's more, like I said, I could have got into, but I just want to just give y'all a little, little bit, you know, not too deep. But just to get you, just you never know. A person like me have a smile on their face every day, and real uh, people's person, uh, a liaison for my for my job, and you know, you just never know the type of environment I grew up in, the household I grew up in. You never just would know that. So, and it's a lot of other people out here that's like that. A lot of us have some shit in our homes, in our household secrets, family secrets that we don't want people to know that some people may may uh got wind of and hopefully they don't expose your shit of course you don't want that but it's true we all got our fucking skeletons in the closet whether it's you personally somebody close to you somebody you know let's keep that shit real at the end of the day take me a little sip of my little juicy juice it's my podcast shit ain't no need of me trying to rush when i'm speaking you know 
<clears throat> Look, you got me all sounding raspy and shit, but you know, hey, hey, you know, for real. <laughs> but anyway, man, we here for you. We really want you to know that we understand that we all go through things, honestly. And if we can give you some helpful insights, just sharing our stories with you. Um, listening to other people's stories that's going to be guests on my podcast if it can really help you better yourself that's what I'm here to do for you honestly it can be a lot of us truthfully you don't want to admit this because you think it's just general life and it's just everyday living you can be just stressful, do an eight-hour shift, 10-hour shift, do a 12-hour shift. You come home, first thing you got to do is smoke some weed. <laughs> you got to have you a drink. You got to have you a glass of wine. Just a little just a little shot or something. <clears throat> and then when you start noticing that is a, a reincurrent act. It's becoming a daily part of daily routine for you. That's a problem. You don't want to admit it or not, but some of us can't live without that hit of the blunt, that shot of the yak, tequila, whatever, vodka, that little glass of Stella, little peach flavor, little watermelon, little something, something. Shit, mixing it with your with your with your soda, mixing it with your lemonade. That is a habit because your mind is now trained to believe that's what the hell you need to feel good about yourself or feel calmly in a calmly matter to now deal with people, the world, life, the home life, or you had a long ass day and. Now you can just let that all out by inhaling and exhaling or taking that shot to the head and sitting back and just, you know, that's a habit. Because, like I say, when it becomes reincurring, it becomes addiction, y'all. Alcohol, a lot of us, shit, we don't smoke, okay. You got people that's Hey, potheads, <clears throat> budheads, whatever you want to call them, that like to do their thing, okay? You got people out here that's drinkers, alcoholics. Hey, they like that. They like they certain liquor they like, and they gotta have that shit on no every day or every other or every other day. <clears throat> I trip off me personally. I trip off people when uh you gotta have. <laughs> alcohol before 12 o'clock like goddamn, you haven't even had lunch yet for real where they do that at that's a problem that's a fucking problem whether you want to admit it or not it's a problem so just for you out there that's 
in these certain sim similar type of situations or have found yourself in these situations throughout the years or living this shit right now like I said we want to share things for you just let you know we're here for you rather if you want to come on play a loud podcast and tell your story I'm DJ T play but for those of you that know me as Terry time holla at your boy we can always you know chop it up off the air I can just a lot of us be needing somebody just to listen to sometimes y'all you know honestly we just really need that that support just just hear me out as I was stating in the last episode when I share my personals with you a lot of us you know have some fucking empathy listen to somebody just hear them out sometimes a lot of times you don't really have to give no fucking opinion people a lot of times just don't want you to give your damn advice all the time Dr. Phil Oprah we don't need that shit all the time Montel Ricky Lake you know what I'm saying we don't need that shit all the time a lot of times motherfuckers just want to get some shit off their chest let a tear out or something like that and just have a motherfucker there just be there just your presence is enough for me honestly and I know a lot of y'all been fucking with my podcast because y'all know I'm a real motherfucker and I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. And I appreciate y'all that's been tuning in to me for real, man. Y'all keep fucking with me because, you know, I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. So, as we do, let's get into the the actual episode, you know. Uh, news, man. News, news, news. Ladies, ladies, ladies. My sisters, because I'm a black man, proud black man. I have a daughter that's half Mexican. I don't have, you know, one thing about me, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all because that's our problem too before I get too deep into that. And I'm going to speak on that on another episode. Black and browns, blacks, Mexicans, Latinos, because a lot of them is not from Mexico and I get it. So just when I saw one, I like to just keep it as blacks and browns. We come from the same shit. We motherfuckers be talking about each other so much. Are oh, you with that masking motherfucker? Are oh, you with that nigga? You with that mayate? You with that wet back? Like, that's what we do? That's what we do? We from the same motherfucking hood. We neighbors. We need to learn how to break bread together. Start learning from each other, man. But I ain't gonna get deep into that shit right now. Because I can go all day with that shit. But that shit just really hurts me when... Motherfuckers is right across the street from each other. Some of us living in the same apartment building, sharing walls with each other, and we just act like we just so different from each other when we not. We both in the same shit. Anyway. A Ohio judge, Pinky Susan Carr. Man, this sister right here, brothers. She lost her license, uh couple of weeks ago she been doing some foul shit in her courtroom pretty much you know how your sisters do yeah I'm gonna talk about y'all last love y'all got love for y'all but y'all motherfuckers get these jobs start making this bread and you cannot take Keisha you can take Keisha out the hood but you can't take the fucking hood out of Keisha and y'all don't understand this shit man so Miss Pinky <laughs> was uh since the covid started pretty much she been having so many uh incidents in her courtroom as far as uh 
letting defendants uh go um when I that haven't been showing up to our courtroom, been uh waving their fees and all that stuff. Not to mention that she been bragging, talking about that she been taking bribes from her plaintiffs and from defendants and stuff like that. <laughs> Even if she's joking or not, you know, then she, the way she talks in there, and I want to click on because I want y'all to, you know, exactly the terminology, how they say. So basically, she joked about accepting bribes from defendants and spoke in a un, undignified manner in the courtroom, according to the court. So you know what that means in an undignified manner. She was ghettoed in a motherfucker in the courtroom. I can see her ass in there now. Jason, you got your ass in here again? I know you ain't got your ass in my courtroom again, boy. Where you, you know what? I'm going to call your mamas in them because this don't make no goddamn sense. Because you know, I'm going to get my nails done with her this weekend. Oh, I know uh, Jatasha. Yeah, Jatasha, that's your mother. Jatasha, yeah, you know. Crazy shit, man. Even if that is the case, you don't act like that at your we have to learn when you get on certain levels and you on your pay scale you do have to act accordingly to your rank you on a whole nother level now if you are a ghetto ass person you from the hood you want to keep that real shit do that off the clock so on top of that Miss Pinky was showing up to the court allegedly wearing clothes deemed inappropriate inappropriate by the court rules, including tank tops, t-shirts, shorts, and sneakers, open-toed sandals, and all that shit. Who are you in there trying to look good for when you a judge and you in a fucking robe? Now, that's probably her whole mindset is that she's in a robe. And she probably thinking she gonna show up either way because she covering the role. But you, I ain't a judge, I'm not a lawyer, never been behind the scenes, so I'm not sure how that really go. But I'm pretty sure they got a uh, little meetings and roundtable discussions, conferences, and shit like that. You know, amongst the other judges and however you know they gonna handle their cases. You know, I'm pretty sure it's, it's some kind of operations shit that goes on behind the scenes. I don't know nothing about. And she just showed up to that motherfucker like she just a homegirl from the hood when you're a judge. Wear that shit on a weekend off the clock. Also, man, she has been trying to apply for readmission in Ohio since uh, since this has happened. It's not going to happen for Ohio. So hopefully she can get a job in another state and learn from her mistake. Get a job in another state and learn from your mistake. <laughs> okay. We praying for you, Judge Pinky Carr. You sisters, boy. Y'all just don't learn some goddamn times. Brothers, we do that shit too, but a lot of times we know how to be have be kind of cool and smooth. Y'all seen Judge Joe Brown and the motherfuckers like like we know how to have a little, you know, and you may see a real, you know what I'm saying, nigga off the clock, <laughs> but you ain't gonna see that when he got that robe on when he come to work that nigga suited and booted three piece on you know what I'm saying Stacey Adams looking all Melvin OG and shit if he a big motherfucker he in there looking like Cedric the Entertainer and shit little glasses on flat top you know what I mean like for real we know how to do that shit then you may catch that nigga off the clock on the weekend like man is that that nigga Judge Joe Brown man that nigga over there with a Adidas jumpsuit on huh <laughs> 
sagging. Okay. Nigga listening to Mingos. All right. <laughs> so, praying for you, Judge Pinky Car, man. What else going on in the news? Oh, man. So, since I'm talking about mental health, this lady, 65 years old, gotta pray for her, man. That's another one. She was in Pasadena, man. This is local. She was busting, she busting windows a few days ago in the home in Pasadena, man, with a pickaxe. Uh, she was having ment- a mental breakdown. Thank God for her and for this family. She bust out three windows, and one of the windows, one of the bed, um, little day bed, I can't think of the actual name or what you call it, but where the baby sleeps, you know what I'm saying? She, the godmother and the baby was in the house when this lady just started attacking the windows, busting the windows. And right where the baby was sleeping by one of the windows, the godmother just about five seconds just grabbed the baby out the bed. And thank God she did that because the glass was bigger than the baby and the baby wouldn't have been with that family if the godmother would have been five seconds later. Five seconds late. So that was a good part for us. For the family, they didn't lose their daughter. Unfortunately, their windows is bust. They shaking up they didn't want to live in a neighborhood no more it was a dream home for them and now unfortunately they don't feel comfortable anymore thank god their daughter wasn't hurt uh for the lady that did the actual attack man her name was beverly baker 65 years old thank god she you know she didn't kill that baby or do any harm to that baby besides you know damaging these people's property so of course I'm sure she's going to be arranged for that and then put her in a mental facility hopefully keep her there and get her some help because that's another thing I'm going to talk about too about mental health but not on this episode because dealing with it with my mother throughout the years we got to do better when it comes to this mental health man and people putting people in these facilities because that's another thing about why so many homeless people out here too a lot of these people out here is out their damn mind and it's not their fault like that when I say that it's shit they need some damn help and just putting people in shelter and building these so called low budget uh, homeless homes and giving them beds for 30 days until they get their check and then they go out there and fucking up on the first 5 days after payday and then they right back there in the same situation again it's not helping them that's not helping them we gotta do better than what the hell we doing so hopefully Miss Beverly Baker could get herself some help. And she is a resident in this neighborhood. So she wasn't just somebody that was just wandering, wandering around. She was a resident in this neighborhood. So that's kind of alarming too because it's like, oh, wow. You know. Uh, parents and our kids, man. You want to give your kids a better life. Uh, you want to put your kids in. For instance, we come from the hood. We don't want our kids to go to schools in the hood. Teachers and stuff, they come teach in the hood, but they don't have their children to go to school in the hood because they know how the education is. They know the benefits that we get in the hood is not the same that you get in 
in the white school areas let's be honest the asian schools and stuff we don't we don't get those same perks in the, in the in the urban community schools and the thing is what's really crazy about that is i guarantee you that we draw in a, a hell of a revenue i'm sure we get way more money than they give out to them other to the white schools but hey it is what it is man when it comes to that so a torrance teacher and it's not the Torrance teacher, uh, it's these damn students. So like I said, we want to be diverse, put our kids in different areas, but we all know coming from the hood, they always been racist as fucking Torrance. Torrance PD, you know what I'm saying? They wanted a boy, we all know. Anybody that know about in Torrance, we don't fuck with Torrance police, shit. We try to avoid the motherfuckers much as, anyway. <laughs> I don't, you already know, I ain't gonna get too deep in that, but y'all know what I mean. So anyway, um, this happened about five years ago, but it's resurfacing now. Some uh, some students, uh, some white girls, made a little video, uh, basically making little nigga chants and shit. And um, you know, want to keep on, you know how they do. They want to, they want to feel power and like they the shit. Want to use the n word, knowing they want to do that shit in our face, knowing they, you know. Knowing what happened to them when they do do that shit. Like, that's what I never get about that. It makes you so good and feel good about yourself saying this shit, calling somebody a nigga, a nigger, whatever. But you know you won't say it to our face because you know you will get fucked up, man. Like, for real, for real. Like, we beat that ass. So, whatever. And it's unfortunate when our children have to deal with that because they not all built like us now we because we raise our kids to be better than us we know the era we grew up in you had to be tough and shit we was just coming out the crack era and shit we, you know so we was victims of that environment and seeing a lot of shit so we had to grow up a little bit earlier but so these some student whoever one of these students sent this this video to a black student recently and you know it was a female student and now you know she's you know real hurt behind that and uh don't want to go to the school no more her parents is upset upset of course because this is a upper class black family that you know made a good living for themselves they have a daughter in a good area living raising her in a good area going to schools in a good area figuring their daughter would get a better education and this is the shit they have to go through so the Torrance staff claims that they're working on that. Unfortunately, it was five years ago, but these fucking girls, it was five years ago. They were in middle school, right? Now they're students at this, at this fucking high school. So now it's really a fucking issue because they're there. Doesn't matter if they're not doing that shit now. So they say they did it. And now you have to look at these motherfuckers that made that video. Anyway, man. We just got to do better, y'all. Like I say, you just never know what the hell people will do. So anyway, coming back, man, play a loud podcast. I'm going to get into some relationships, culture, lifestyles, all that good stuff. Y'all know how we do, man. Stay tuned. I'm going to talk about some hot stuff for sure, for sure. Play it out. Let's get it. Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh.
Let's get it. Oh. Hey, what up, what up, man? Back at y'all again. So, as you can hear in the background, we was playing. We be gonna talk about something I've been wanting to talk about for a minute. You hear all in my voice. Fucking. Ain't nothing like good fuck, ain't, ain't it, y'all? Ain't nothing like a good fuck. Man. What time do y'all like to fuck? What's the best time? That morning sex when that pussy then marinated overnight and you just roll over in the morning and that motherfucker just super saucy and nigga be nothing quick and shit. Yeah, nigga, y'all niggas know y'all niggas be nothing quick in the morning. Don't play. It's something about that morning shit. Or sometimes you may put in some good shit in the morning. You be like, oh, nigga, why I didn't do this last night? But it happens. Or do you like that good late night fuck where, you know, you didn't. Know, went out had a good little time and shit y'all didn't had a little dinner a little movie and shit a little show they want your grown man your grown woman nice ass clothes and shit three piece nice ass dress heels on shit just just fresh ass hair nails and shit feet everything just how martin say plowed out pickety cloud and shit you know and Shit, you like, man, I can't wait for this motherfucking show to be over. She like, shit, I can't wait for this shit to be over. I'm telling her ass up tonight. And, you know, y'all go and do y'all thing. Ain't nothing like just, or what about that good midday fucking, you know what I'm saying? Some good afternoon shit, just chilling. Or being on, on vacation, just fucking all vacation, just throughout the day, throughout activities and shit, just getting away and just really enjoying yourself, really enjoying each other, connecting. Fucking is a it's a beautiful thing. And women, y'all know y'all love y'all some dick. <laughs> man, any man know that that you know that and put in your some work with a with a woman boy that uh y'all some nasty motherfuckers and y'all love y'all some dick. And motherfuckers men Stop thinking y'all so goddamn special, bro. You ain't the only one, bro. Our fucking problem is we think every nigga think he got the he got the best dick in the world. Even if you a nigga that got pipe, nigga, it's another nigga out there that got more pipe than you. And you know, and real chicks to tell you too, of course, yeah, nigga, you can have that all, but if you don't know how to really fuck, nigga, then you just sitting there wasting the meat. So gotta know what you're doing with your dick regardless of that motherfucker is king kong nigga average and if you just a little dick nigga cuz you can just you forget you forget about it bro bro <laughs> you know what i'm saying forget about it homie you might as well just gonna hang that up and uh yeah <laughs> you know do what you need to do with that bro but seriously women y'all love y'all some dick man y'all when a woman fuck with you like that, when you really fucking a chick, nigga, she she do some shit, boy. She suck that dick good, man. How you? And I see why a lot of you motherfuckers be out here ready to kill over these women, boy, because they do some shit to you. And a lot of you niggas out here is nasty too, because a lot of you women is nasty. I be trying some shit, brother. Gotta stop you. Hey, hey, bitch, who the fuck was you with last? I don't do that shit. 
Mm-hmm. Best you can go. You can suck the dick. You can lick down. Go to the balls. You can go a little bit under the balls, close to the ass right there. Bring your ass back up. Come back up. You don't need to go no further. Don't put no fucking hand or nothing right there. Bring your ass back up. You want to cuff some? Put a hand. Cuff these balls. Cuff these motherfucking balls. Shit. Real man, niggas out here doing some shit. As you know. And, you know, women, nigga, they can't hold that shit. Y'all cannot hold water. You will tell on the next motherfucker. Oh, well, I had the nigga, you. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers. So, you know, uh, how you feel about somebody putting a finger in your ass? I'm like, bitch, who, who did that shit? Oh, no. Well, somebody I know that uh, said that they do used to let them, like, bitch, stop lying. What nigga you was fucking with? You was putting, you was fingering that nigga ass. Hmm? Who was this? Don't play. Wasn't no fucking friend, you know. You was doing that shit, bitch. You want to know if I liked it because the last nigga liked it. No, I don't. I'm a regular ass nigga. Get this dick and balls and that's fuck and then do what we got to do and keep it pushing to the next session. That bullshit. Just keep that shit a buck. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This new day fucking, man. Y'all doing too much in the bedroom now. I mean, fuck. And play a loud podcast. Do have voicemail. So you can leave voice messages too on my shit, especially if you listen to me on Spotify. I mean Spotify or uh, I always say Spotify. I'm sorry, y'all on Spotify or um, especially on Anchor too. But I believe on Spotify and Anchor because it's connected, you should be able to leave me uh messages and shit. So I want y'all to chime in. You know what I'm saying? Give y'all input on what I'm talking about when it comes to the fucking. You know, am I speaking real shit or I'm just whatever with it? <laughs> So, yeah, fucking is a beautiful thing, though, in this totality. Let's be real. I mean, you remember we all was first young and shit, and you got the plan with yourself, and finally got the, you know, what's this feeling? Why I'm feeling like this? Well, why, what I got to do with this thing or whatever, you know? And you get that first one out, you like, wow, just... I don't know. I can, I can speak for myself. That shit was like, it went through my whole motherfucking body. I don't know what the feeling was. That shit was just crazy. And then when I actually got a chance to do it with a woman, shit, boy. Yeah, ain't nothing like that sauce, man. And you ladies know y'all got some good motherfucking pussy. I mean, you could just ugly, pretty, fat, skinny, tall, short. It don't matter. Man, it'd be some good pussy in there. <laughs> For real. It'd be some good pussy in there like a motherfucker. And then there's some, you know, then there's some pussies out there that's... Yeah. Get that shit the fuck up out of here. Bye-bye, bitch. Don't play with me. Like, man. And let's make this shit clear, because you know women, especially, they be like, nigga, you just... A lot of shit I speak because... I'm telling y'all a lot of shit that's old shit too. I didn't, I didn't have my thing. Let me know. Let me let me not get it twisted. So I ain't did my thing throughout the years. Yeah, I ain't did my shit. But once you get to a certain age, you start looking at life didn't different. Hopefully, a lot of us get to that point. Some of us mature faster. Some of us don't. Women they do, but it's starting to be a new day now because even with men, a lot of women know what we really want what you want but you don't really achieve it and go get it you just live in the moment and that's what it is when it comes to fucking a lot of times fucking is 
it could be the foundation of onto something good or fucking can this be living in the moment fucking but one thing we know about fucking man a woman only mean you got good dick women only gonna be just fucking you for so long bro <laughs> you know what i'm saying we all know that nigga she only gonna be just fucking you for so long uh, let me hit the water again it's gonna come to the point to where she like uh, all right motherfucker what we doing now I mean, shit, we've we, we been hanging and shit. <laughs> we some cold motherfuckers, too. Oh, uh, man. You know, we get to the point to where we taking y'all out at first, courting you, doing all this extra shit to get, to get that pussy. Oh, we're putting that work to get that pussy. Ladies know that, too. We're putting that motherfucking work. We do the extra. We lay out the red carpet to get that pussy, boy. That's what they So Then once you get established, we start fucking for a while. Now it's more shit, house calls and just generally that shit, Netflixing and chilling. What you know is Netflixing and fucking Hulu and fucking, you know, that's exactly what it is. Prime, dime and prime and fucking shit. You know what the time is. It comes to that point to where, okay, she like, well, what we doing? I mean, did good. We spending a lot of time together. Nigga, you ain't taking me out like you used to. I'm coming over a lot. You coming over now. If if, if it's kids involved now, the kids starting to get to know you and shit like that, like, what we doing? And that's why I say fucking is the foundation. It could be leading to something. And you got to make sure when you fucking man or woman, you got to understand that it's something that is established in the first beginning of the prior to the first intercourse <laughs> session seriously man you know i gotta fuck with y'all just play a loud podcast just have fun with it but honestly all bullshit aside prior to the first engagement y'all should have some shit established though honestly between y'all that Hey, this is what it is. I mean, but of course, let's be honest. How many of us have been in that fucking situation? Because I know niggas can like play for real, nigga. You know how many times we've been in that situation, and then these motherfucking women be changing up on us. I know, I know, I know. In the same way, women, y'all be in that situation with a man. Shit, you get to doing all that extra shit, like I just said earlier, stated. And then you think he don't want he don't want to lock your ass up? Shit, please. He like, man, nobody else about to get this shit treated. Them, you should have never did this. Fuck that, bitch. You ain't going no motherfucking way. Now you got these crazy ass Bitch, I'll kill a nigga over you, bitch. I will kill you. Like, ah, shit. And good dick and good pussy. If you know a motherfucker got those signs of crazy and deranged, loco, loca, just this motherfucker may have some psychotic issues as he's, that he's hiding trust issues is showing a little bit oh he laughing that shit off but he ain't really joking nah motherfucker you ain't really playing <laughs> yeah that's your cousin huh <laughs> yeah oh sorry oh yeah how old is he and he by who your mom brother or what your mom sister who oh yeah oh okay and again you say you have how many siblings yeah okay that's cool. So he always come visit you and shit like this. Y'all always just, you know, like, nigga, damn, that's my fucking cousin. Like, you know, 
That's a sign right there. But y'all, oh, he girl, he look crazy, but you know, he did good and shit. Mm-hmm. And you end up in some bullshit over fucking. Man, that shit is like money. That shit man, can be the root of all evil. Fucking, like I said, can build, can be the foundation onto something great. Or it could tear down your whole fucking household. It can fuck up your life. Fucking. There's nasty motherfuckers out here too. You know. And you gotta really watch yourself. Motherfuckers be out here, you know. And you women, y'all take a lot of fucking chances. Be letting these niggas run up in y'all raw. And y'all know. Y'all good if we want to take that motherfucking condom off on the third fourth session or some shit like that like y'all motherfuckers something else y'all be taking them y'all be taking the motherfucking chances boy for real for real gotta be careful gotta be motherfucking careful and It's just predators out here, man. I mean, you got people that's... <laughs> they like them some young pussy. You got people that like them some old pussy. You got women that like them some young dick. You got women that like them some old dick. To each his own. Different benefits of it. I mean, but you already know when in certain situations what the circumstances is. <clears throat> For instance, if you see... A 20-year-old, and he probably got a 33-year-old, 34-year-old, nine times out of ten, that sex is good. <laughs> from from either one, there's some good sex involved. I mean, when it's usually a big age difference like that, yeah, you can be attracted and find that but that connection everybody like i said motherfuckers gonna tell him gonna be saying no you not you you know you man kill me i know i'm about to hear that shit but y'all know again and again and again that i'm right i don't care if you save and you married in a safe relationship y'all fucking have kids and don't act like you just fucking just okay because we're together and we're making a family and let me rephrase that because you're you know in a committed relationship and we're having sex we're making love to make a family and that's what it's about we're sharing love yeah you still want to have some good love you still don't want no crappy love let's be honest now let's be real with ourselves out here you don't want no bullshit fuck i don't care if it is all some deeply committed shit all uh, religious fight and all that stuff if you're doing that you still want it to be good okay and you want to make sure you chose up on the right one Shit, stop playing. And I could talk about some fucking all day, but while we talking about choosing up, marriage, y'all, is what y'all think? You think it's about, you know, I'm a divorced man and um, I have friends of mine and people that I associate with that uh, that are, are divorced also. Some are, have been through multiple divorces so that could kind of scare you off and make you be hesitant about really getting married again but then I have friends that you know they're power couples they they building something they 
out here making moves and they're doing good, but at the same time, because you've been around, you know it ain't it haven't always been peaches and cream. But that's what where I wanna get into when I speak on this marriage topic this time. What's the whole point if you're not going to be in it for the long run? Why do we sit up here and waste people's time? And why do we run from commitment once we're hurt by someone? And sometimes why does the littlest things blow up to be something that is really not? And it can ruin something that's great overall because of something so small. Because we got other people involved. That's a real topic when it comes to marriage. It's outsiders. Outsiders can ruin your whole foundation. When you get into a relationship, it's about you and it's about the person that you're marrying. It's about y'all coming together, building y'all family, expanding y'all family, making y'all legacy, leaving a legacy, having children to continue that legacy that you're building. The goals and the standards that you have set, you pass that on to them, instill that on to them, and hopefully they take it and run with it and continue that greatness and spread it out there amongst a new generation of your offsprings and that's a part of you and that becomes your family tree that's what it's all about right well isn't it hmm what I think nowadays is as I stated before on the pilot episode marriage is a social media frenzy frenzy for me today in this day and age you see people post all the happy moments and we all got happy moments I mean shit you got some people I've seen some people put out the uh, and you know what and I'm gonna keep it real too I love when people put the happy and the bad times out there. I mean, if you're going to share your shit, then share it all. So, motherfucker that shares it all, I respect that 100%. And I mean it to where it's like, you ain't got to go too deep into your business, but when shit ain't all gravy shit, you let it be known. Shit gravy, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, it is what it is. You let it be known. When it is good, when it's not good. Bad or good, you show your shit. You're the same person. I can respect that. Have nothing against that at all. But you perpetrators <laughs> that know y'all going out here, that y'all out here going through some things. And all you post is the good times. But you know this nigga beating your ass and fucking 30 bitches around town. Or you know this shit, vice versa. Said. You doing all this shit, nigga. You know you married a hoe. You know that she couldn't cook. You knew that her sex wasn't that good. You knew that she was born, nigga. She didn't really go out like that. That's not her. 
her uh, mentality. That's not her personality. That's not who she is. You knew that this nigga was a fucking player. He was in the hood. He was in the streets prior to y'all really hooking up. And y'all was still that way while you was dating, even while you was engaged. All these things that you see and recognize, but you still move forward with the situation. How do you expect for a motherfucker just to say I do and just snap right into just oh the perfect husband to the perfect wife? It doesn't happen that way. You have to be more careful when you choose your partners. When you making a lifetime commitment, y'all. Motherfuckers can't surprise you now. <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker can be Prince Charming. Motherfucker can be uh, Cinderella like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But then you be like, well, shit. I mean, then you, when, then you come from rags and cleaning the house and all that shit. Now you done fought that glass sipper. Now you done forgot what a motherfucking Ajax look like. <laughs> you know? Like, it happens. So, you really have to pick carefully and really evaluate a motherfucker and really do your homework and your research. But we don't do that. We so fistatic on, fistatic on, on people's look, man. And body parts and money and shit so much material shit not the actual heart of a person because you have to understand a good fuck is cool money is cool living a certain lifestyle all that shit is fun of course but you gotta be able to get along with this person be friends with them be able to communicate be able to you know what I'm saying tolerate them you got to be able to communicate them and really just like them, enjoy their company. And if you can't do that, and it's just all about a show because it's a certain lifestyle that it provides you, you have that certain look because you want to stun on motherfuckers and shit, then that ain't a true marriage. And that's what a lot of people are doing in these days. Now, when you building as a power couple together and y'all out there stunting on motherfuckers together, y'all shining. Hey, baby, we came up from this. You know what I'm saying? Came from the bottom. Now we here. Big ups. I salute you. That's the way you're supposed to do it. That's what the fuck is about. If I came in with something and you didn't have nothing, now you got what I got and we gonna get more together. That's what it's about. And if we both come in this motherfucker with nothing, baby, let's come up together. Let's come up together, sweetheart. That's what it's supposed to be about. Motherfuckers always want to talk about what they did for you and shit, man. Hit my awa again. <clears throat> People always want to talk about what they do for you when shit hit the fan. Why? love supposed to be about sacrifices it's not about what you what have you done for me lately that shit is for work atmosphere you can use that shit in friendships but a relationship commitment it's not about what have you done for me lately 
It's about what we've done for each other. What we're doing for each other moving forward. Not about you. Not about I, about we. It's always a we. We speak French when we in some community shit. We French like a motherfucker. Marriage is, is, is something real, man. It's, just, it's not It's not a game, y'all. It's not a fucking game. And we got to stop playing with that shit. I mean, like I said with me, I know as of right now, I don't see myself getting married in the next five or six years again. I say that, but if, you know, the situation really presents itself, then, you know, anything is possible and that's the thing about it because when real love hits you and family and all that stuff you know it can, it can change you you know that shit is real I mean who doesn't want a family who don't want love we all do I would think you would right no I do so just Make sure you choose your partner right, y'all. Just make sure that when you do have kids, eventually, remember that there's kids involved. Don't put your spouse down in front of the kids, man. We all have problems. We grew up in that situation, but... It's a lot of shit that can affect your kids that they grow up and see. You don't have to put mommy down in front of in front of the kids. You don't have to put daddy down in front of the kids. That's that's you hurting the kids. You hurting your you hurting that person, but then at the end of the day, you really hurting the fucking kids because they remember stuff like that. You know, you gotta really think about this, y'all. Be responsible. Marriage is about responsibility, man. Like I said last episode, was about responsibility. You got to be responsible when you're in the fucking marriage. That's why I put that shit in and connected these together. Because fucking is the foundation of that. And some people in the fuck and fucked on to a marriage and fucked off their marriage over fucking. You get what I'm saying? Y'all see how I tied all that shit together? So you got to watch out, man, and understand. Is you really in it for the long haul, or you just in it for a little nut, for a little thrill? Because if you're really in it for a thrill, then you might as well just fuck around for a little bit of that person and keep it pushing. Because being honest with yourself and being honest with somebody else, it'll benefit you both in the long run. You fuck around, be stuck in a relationship in a situation that you really don't want to be in because you're too scared to open your fucking mouth from day one. How many of us out here have been in that? Hmm. Ask yourself that. Some of y'all in that shit right now. Tell me I'm lying. I'll wait. Seriously. Just think about the kids, y'all. So coming up, man, I'm going to talk about a little uh, lifestyle shit. 
and then uh, going to a little bit of sports, and then we gonna wrap it on up, man. Play it loud podcast, your boy DJT play, yes sir. Back on that dial again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope y'all enjoying this week's episode. Man, I'm having fun with y'all. As always. So, hey, uh, it's the end of the year. Holiday season is coming along. First of all, your boy DJT plays 30, 41st birthday is coming up on Halloween. So, shout out your boy for his birthday, please. You know what I'm saying? DJ Play Aloud. Instagram. Morris T. Play, Terry Tom, Facebook, the podcast. You can leave messages on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. You know I'm on all platforms. Tap in, salute, man. Show your boy some love. Show your king some love on the birthday, man. I appreciate y'all. On some real nigga didn't think he'd be here to see 41, so God is good. And um, just coming from the atmosphere and the environment that I grew up in, you know, it's cliche, but it's true. The things that we've seen that we were supposed to to be able to make it to our 40s is a blessing. We didn't think we'd be able to make it shit to our, you know, through our 20s. Shit, how a lot of us didn't make it through our teens, so. To be able to be here and have majority of my friends from day one still here too, to enjoy the 40s with me is a blessing. And, you know, I don't take that for granted at all. So, like I say, it's the fall season, holiday season. We got Halloween coming up, you know, getting the kids candy, trick-or-treating, all that stuff. What are you dressing up as this year? (laughs) Then after that, we got the good old family t- you know just the time when that summer body you worked on is about the you know about to add a couple of 10 or 12 pounds to it extra that you're going to work off come new year with that new new year's resolution when that gym is uh backpacked again y'all know y'all do gym be full as hell come new year's first boy so we got thanksgiving coming up good family times get with the family Everybody come together and shit, eat that good food, talk about people nasty ass side dishes, especially when you got the the one auntie who can't cook and shit, the one mama put too much seasoning in the damn potato salad. <laughs> good times though, ain't nothing like being around family. Watching them goddamn cowgirls play on fucking Thanksgiving, the Detroit Lions. Typical ass shit. But I'm glad it's a Thursday, so now we do have at least a Thursday night game besides the same-ass teams all the time. Then after that, of course, we got Christmas, man. I know y'all better start stacking up on the Christmas gifts now, for real. Get on your Christmas gifts now. Don't be waiting to the last minute. I'm telling y'all now, don't wait till Black Friday. Y'all need to be buying shits now while they putting out the fresh stuff when it's fresh now because when y'all try to go get it during Black Friday, you be trying to get it early December. That shit is already picked over. It already has been returned. Motherfuckers and took parts out the shit. 
then you trying to go back and trying to get another one you can't find it because you want to take parts out another one your damn self so go get the gifts early stop waiting till the last minute y'all and then of course after that we're gonna bring in 2023 y'all new year's new year's eve black and gold parties you know what i'm saying hey good times is ahead of us so since it is fall season you know lifestyle man we'll be uh we'll be looking at for us kicks man i know we got the um if you went to nike air force lows they got them brown suede ones that's coming out on the first of november for 130 they brown low top with the suede with the black bottom and shit with the green nike sign they light british tan the motherfuckers is hard then uh it's a nike air hurricane social ff uh fcs i'm sorry the social fcs they uh white with the royal blue or black you know harachis is always killer man i said hurricanes but they harachis my bad you know harachis always been shit so i got a pair of tan harachis in the closet too so they come out on the first also for 135 with the royal blue back on there with like a black and gray like cloud like kind of camouflage and the material on the toe and they kind of right and then shit i told y'all before on the sports session with my boy uh sam i fussed with my kentucky wildcats so they got the low top uh the dunk lows right now <clears throat> the nike dunk low kentuckys man they coming out on the first also for 110 white and royal blue that kentucky blue dodger blue that Nipsey Blue, they cold in a motherfucker. Mm, the Luca, the uh, Jordan Lucas is cool. They got some white and black ones coming out. And that's on the first also too. Them Trey Youngs is kind of cappy too, man. I kind of like them Trey Youngs, especially the Trey Youngs too. The first ones are straight, but the Trey Young twos, they got some. Uh, you know, you can't never go wrong with that all black with that uh lime green bottom and shit. You know. So the Treyon Tools Black and Core Team Solar Green, November first, one forty. I'm gonna get the motherfucker that I outlet. Fuck that. <laughs> and of course, the good old Air Max Nineties, man. They got Nikes is doing this little the social FC right now. So that's that little camouflage, like kind of like gray and white, like design, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So they got that on the Air Max 90s also. That's coming out on the first two for 140. So it has the FC on there with the black and the red. They kind of cabby. You know, you can't never go wrong with some Air Max 90s. Uh, some Nike Air Force Ones low. Some Nolas coming out, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Noya, baby. N-O. So they kind of cabby with the white and the gold on there. Honestly, these some cold ones that you may want to sport on New Year's Eve or something like that. They all solid white Air Forces. It got like where the shoe strings go in, the little the metal parts I can't think of it, the little circle holes where the shoe strings go in. That's gold. That's cold right there. And then it has the blinged out Nike sign on there with the gold around it with the uh, no written in gold. They cold. They cold. They cold. Um. I don't really know if they make these in man size. I will hope so. Since, you know, mostly men's shoes have the women's size. I will hope these are vice versa because the Nike Air Deladon, 
Elena Deladon. Oh man, I, I fucks with her kicks, bro. The, uh, Together we fly. They come out on November 30th. I mean on November 3rd, 120 bucks. They cold, man. You know what I'm saying? WNBA. Shout out to the women's man. Women basketball shoes. They doing their thing. And your girl Brianna Stewart, she got some too. She got her her Stewie ones causing trouble. You know what I'm saying? She got her little shoes out too with Adidas. But the Atlanta, the Atlanta Deli Don, Air Deli Dons, you know, those Nikes, you know. It's always about Nike and Jordans, you know how that go. But I do fuck with my Adidas and Reeboks, mostly retros. Uh LeBron 20s. Now I've been I've been copping LeBrons throughout the years. LeBrons, you know. I gotta see these more in person and I'm probably gonna mostly probably cop these at an outlet. I don't really see myself spending retail for them. But they got some LeBron 20 Miami Heats out right now. But just to me personally, no air bubble, no really. Mm, man, they they just not worth 200 for me, me personally. You know, they low tops. I don't know. They just, the LeBron 20 is just not worth that 200 for me right now. I got to really, I think, I think. They got some white and baby blues that he supposed to be sporting with the Lakers where they uh the white and uh the white jerseys with the baby blue on it. Shout out to uh George Mikan getting his jersey fine retired after all these years. I believe they got some white baby blues. That's my color combination always, so maybe I may cop those. I gotta see what those look like when he do sport those. Um Speaking of white and baby blue, since I'm on that subject, they got some social status Nike Air Penny Twos. I had the all side of white once I gave it to one of my little one of my little mans, you know what I'm saying? Little little stepson, you know what I'm saying? I had to hook him up with a little something, something. Uh, these are 200. They white and university blue. The motherfuckers is cold, so be on the lookout for them penny tools. Anybody know about them penny uh, Nikes back in the day? They was always the, those ones. They also got some women uh, Nike Dunks, some cinnamon bars. The muzz is cold, white and cinnamon. The cinnamon red, the muzz is cold. They coming out on a, uh, they already released. Matter of fact, I'm sorry, they came out already. But they got some cold Nike Dunk lows. They would go with probably a, a Detroit Lions jersey or something like that. They like white and silver with a little royal blue on it with a little baby blue kind of too, but they, they cold. You can even wear it with a Cowboys jersey or something. Or most baseball teams, that's like gray and blue rogue uniforms or something like that, jerseys or something, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of Nike Dunk Lows that's coming out too. And this is the last one because I don't want to be going through a thousand and kicks. They got some Nike Dunk Lows, foam ringer, foam finger. Stadium green, old royal white, and university red. You know, got all the different type of designs and stuff on there. You know how we like to wear the kicks now. But that's just a few things that's, you know what I'm saying, that's coming out right now as far as the kicks, man. I want to start making sure I do that uh, a lot on the episodes. Keep y'all updated on the kicks because that's one thing about me and my bros. We love us some kicks, for real. And if you got some exclusives out there, please share with your boy. Send us some photos and stuff, because once we start doing video podcasts, we want to start putting people's out there, you know what I'm saying? Showing what y'all got in the closet, for sure. For sure. Moving along. Man, my TV shows. 
it's been a crazy week for finale week for two of my shows first i had a uh, Kanan uh season two power Kanan, power book three raising Kanan season two season finale crazy 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 we knew marvin was gonna have to come back and get uh I can't think of my boy name now, but the crackhead, you knew Marvin's going to have to handle that, man. I don't know why he just can't get his ass on that bus and go to Atlanta, but hey, you know, back in the day, that's how it was, man. That cracker, that cracker gets you. Hopefully that shit don't come back to bite Marvin, man. Marvin's starting to become one of my uh, characters on there. I mean, I like the whole little family, but my favorite character on the show, of course, is uh, Unique, man. Unique is just one of the realest hustler dudes that straight to the streets, stick to the cold, he ain't with that bullshit, that funny business. If he gonna do some shit, it's some shit that's about him, about him making a move. He don't really try to get too caught up in other people's shits like that. I just always fuck with Unique and uh, man, the way that ended shit, is, is he gonna be able to fuck on Rock next year? That's gonna be crazy, but but damn, so they're going to have to uh, join up now and, you know, and do what they need to do against the, uh, the Italians, man. Especially, you know what I'm saying, with the Italians taking out his boy, man. That was, you know, I go one thing if you know anything about power. From episode 7 through 10, there's going to be a murder. Somebody's dying. And it's going to start with one unexpected and then it's gonna lead to multiples you know what i'm saying and it's gonna be you like damn oh, they took him out oh wow so that was that's you know that's power for you but man so unique says rock and then malcolm howard and canaan pulls up they gotta make sure you know Howard, them all, you know, Howard, when it first started, Howard was already dirty, you know, when he thought he was sick and doing his thing and all this shit anyway. So that can easily be cleaned up anyway. And they ain't already got it. And Unique ain't got to find out that that nigga is uh, Kayla's dad right now. But if that was to leak out, boy, you know, Unique is, like I say, he's one of the real ones, but he will use some shit as some leverage, as you should, right? Also, what's going to be the ramifications of. Jubas mom getting killed and man that's that's gonna be yeah that's that's gonna be crazy because i really want to see how Jubas gonna really turn into this cold ass motherfucker that canaan was even scared of you know we know when 51st you know on real power on the first original power we know you know canaan was kind of wary of Jubas. you know her ass was a cop and she was a real deal with the shits so want to see how that shit unfolds for her character also but that's just gonna be crazy man next season of that's gonna be real interesting man to see how the dirty ass partner she finally gonna get caught up and just it's a lot of stuff a lot of moving parts man it's famous you know famous made that murders famous about to be a killer now and my girl sasha kj white from uh um what's the sisters and uh family business now she on there she was fucking Kanan I was mad about that cause that's my girl right there fuck you doing fucking on Kanan hell you take that role for KJ but anyway what's gonna happen with her since famous used her gun and killed the dude it's just so much stuff that happened on there I can talk talk and talk forever for that but I'm gonna leave it at 
for another day, man. I'm gonna start doing my own little uh, segments after the episodes, like I'll be seeing people doing on YouTube, because I can talk forever about my shows too. So why not? I'm about to start doing that also. Special play allowed podcast for certain shows coming up pretty soon. You know what? I think I may do that shit for Snowfall, cause we all fuck with Snowfall when that come out. So I think that's coming out what, in January or February. I may have to do that for Snowfall. Maybe BMF too. We'll see. But anyway, also the family business. Carl Rebers, the family business. That season finale kind of unfolded the way I thought it was to an extent. But still, when you see certain stuff, it's like, wow. But watching that show throughout the year, this season, I already kind of sensed that, especially when um, Brother Elijah wanted to marry Sasha and Larry Crazy Ass came and visit uh, Donna, Lisa Ray. I knew that once he told her about the secret and shit, she came to the house all spooked and said, we're going to have to... You know what I'm saying? Tell them and all this extra shit. And they went to out to dinner to have that conversation, but Sasha never showed up. So they did try to make that attempt to let Junior and Sasha know that, you know, hey, they are not, yeah, their siblings all right, but they're not cousins, they're brother and sister. And I guess they was gonna, you know, give them the whole background, but unfortunately, Sasha never did make it to the dinner or to the engagement with Brother Elijah because shit, somebody ended up killing her. That's kind of whack. But so with that happening, it was like, wow, you know, that was kind of a big twist on the season. And seeing how in the hell Larry crazy ass, who gonna always be the champ from Harlem Knights. Ready? Hell, I, 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 I be ready. <laughs> you finna be a, a rich man <laughs> but yeah just to see the champ on there and being crazy and shit whatever doing this thing man uh, Larry asked for something else and alright I, I, for instance okay with the Sasha murder cause I'm one of them my little predictions and stuff I already had a feeling um, especially when I found out that she was stabbed uh, over 40 sometimes like they said all in the face and all that shit I knew Earl Girl had something to do with it, and I figured uh, Xavier had something to do with it because prior to the episode, when they start going out and making little murders and stuff, and Larry started letting them go on missions, when Larry and when Xavier and Old Girl hooked up, and they, you know, start moonlighting, I already kind of figured like uh, it was two people. They show who tossed the body and all this stuff. So for me, my premonition was already. I already predicted that it was Xavier and old girl that made that murder and end up being that in, in the season finale. He, you know, of course we already knew that, but he admitted that to Paris. And I still don't know if this motherfucker is dead or not. Paris shot him twice, three times, twice in the east shoulder, once in the stomach. But she didn't dome his ass, so you know how that goes. It's a possibility. Police could come and save his ass. I wouldn't be surprised. Trench my boy and all, but I'm getting tired of this Professor Xavier character. That was enough. Um, man, uh, Sage, man, Sage Cora, man, my girl, uh, Mercedes from uh, P Valley. Is Sage really dead? Because if she is, that's gonna have that's gonna have some ramifications too coming up next season, man. That means the Cora is gonna be back in, in business, and uh, 
shit, I can't think of her mother's name right now, but you know her mom's ain't no joke. So they're going to they gonna have to deal with the damn chorus again. Uh, the most character on there, I know everybody hate this nigga. Every goddamn show he be on, anytime I ever kind of kind of accepted him a little bit is when he played Lamb on uh, the Soul Food show. But that motherfucker Orlando, man, he is the arrogant ass, stupidest motherfucker of all. And every time he play on shows, he play that same damn character, don't he? Every time. He almost fucked up. Now, if he, wouldn't, if he was just, he was the only son, there wasn't no rest of the family there or something like that, LC would have been dead. You know? For real. So, glad that uh, Brandy dumbass took her ass right to the family and did what she needed to do and the good thing you know Brooklyn and Paris didn't kill her ass like fucking Orlando told her to do whatever she know cause he's so arrogant thinking she dares trying to stalk his ass and she's still on him you know Orlando think everybody want his ass and then what's going on with him and Ruby and I had a feeling the husband was gonna walk in and then your dumb ass still wanna talk shit while this man got a gun pointed at you so now Ruby kills the damn husband and now it's family first. You know, all this bullshit now, whatever. So how's that going to happen next year? What's the ramifications of that with the Italians? With that, it's just so much stuff that happened on that season finale, man. Then the ultimate, of course, we all know we got Vegas out again. Now it's my boy, my boy, Michael J. Wright. But we know the all, you know, because I don't want to go all to the doing the whole damn episode but just to end it when junior walks in man with the tears on his face well we first of all he goes to lisa ray house we all know what's about to happen when he goes to lisa ray house we know donna donna asks who is lisa ray she plays donna donna duncan lose a uh, widow we all know this bitch who she is she's messy as fuck so when he walked in her house we all kind of knew what was about to happen so when he comes home and Oh man, and you know, Miles is like, "Hey son, where you been?" All this shit, and he get to go on talking shit to Miles, being disrespectful, want to fight LC and crying to my wife. You didn't tell me and all this shit, and she got the fucked up smile on her face. Donna, you know, you know, you took y'all took my daughter. Y'all responsible for my daughter's death. Now y'all not gonna take my son. And this dude says, you know, come on, mom, let's go. And nigga, for real, you gonna call her mom? Really? Crazy, man. So that's gonna be that's gonna be real interesting, man. How's that gonna unfold, man? Like for real. That's I I like I said, I'm, I'm glad Michael J. Wright's there because I you know I don't know if, uh I don't know if Curtis would have been able to handle Big Junior. But I had already assumed once it was a secret, and we actually didn't know. I kind of figured that was a secret that Lisa Ray was his mom. And my prediction came with that is because if you notice when he first got caught up with the brother Xavier situation when he first met Sonya and he wanted to go out of town, who did he go to? Who helped him out? And LC and Moms already knew who he went to. They knew exactly who to who to go to to find out exactly where his ass went. And if you ever notice, like this throughout the this TV series, Junior and Donna always had 
Like Junior, the only one that that has love for Donna. If you if you pay attention, like Orlando, everybody else is how you know how moms and how they down they, they don't fuck with Donna like that, you know. But for some reason, Junior was always the one you know that's auntie. You know what I'm saying? He was always cool with you know always cool with her for some reason, and she was cool with him. And now we know the real reason why, of course, because that's her fucking son. So of course she was gonna always do what she needed to do for him regardless. You know what I'm saying? It didn't matter. So that's that's just that that was that was the killer right there, man. I mean, we we just didn't we just didn't see that happening right there, man. That's that that's gonna be interesting right there, y'all. That's how that's gonna fold next season. Yeah, that's that's gonna be I can't wait to really see how that's going, you know. So yeah. Because like I said, I don't want to elaborate with that. I just I'm just sitting here, sorry, y'all. I'm just sitting here just reminiscing still, just that whole episode, just how all that all that all that just came to light. And then what was Larry? Is Larry gonna still trying to go? I'm not sure did Mike Diamond die yet or is he going to go trying to find Mike Diamond if, and get his money or something like that? Uh, how is that really going to unfold with that situation? And did uh, the dude that working with him, where is, where is Dennis and all them? You know what I'm saying? Want to know what, what's up with them. And that's going to be interesting too. So, man. But Mama Duncan, though, Charlotte Duncan, boy, she, she... That's the one, boy. That's gonna be. She gonna have. She gonna have some shit to uh, to do next. She release the Ray ass with with Donna. <laughs> That's for them. So so. Anyway, sports, man. I'm not gonna go too deep into sports this week because my damn Lakers are still winless. This shit is really getting on my nerves, Rob Palenka. You need to do something. You need to make a trade real soon, brother. Get us a fucking big man and a couple of shooters, man. Fuck them wings. We need another rebounder and some shooters, bro. Real quick, man. Stop playing. My 49ers, man. Disappointing fucking loss to the damn Kansas City Chiefs, bro. So hopefully they get it right against the damn Rams, man. Because that, that, you know. We still a Super Bowl contender. That's for damn show. And I, I believe I got faith that this week against the Rams, they're going to go out there and whoop that ass badly and uh, let it remind everybody who we are. And you got a full week of Christian McCaffrey now. Yeah. I can see the results. I can see the team looking a little bit better, getting healthy. <laughs> Last time I had my boy Sam on here on sports, we were talking about them Dodgers, boy. Yeah, they went home. And then the fucking Padres went home. Can you believe the Phillies and the Astros is in the World Series? Well, we all knew the Astros been good all year, but the Phillies is, is the surprise of the season. So maybe that boy uh, Bryce Harper may get his first his first uh, World Series ring, and if he do, Mike Trout, I'm an Angels fan. Damn boy, what are we gonna do? Especially if Bryce Harper get one before you. Because he was already traded from Washington, so he didn't get one on that Washington team, I believe. 
But if he get one now with the Phillies in the season they had to, same situation as the Angels, fired a manager early in the season, but they saved their season. The Angels is, you know, depleting and just went down far from there. USC came off a devastating loss at Utah, but excuse me. They'll be all right. Hopefully, they can just maintain one win. I mean, sorry. Hopefully, they can just only maintain just having one loss throughout the rest of the season, and that would be great for them and great for the opportunities to maybe maybe make a chance to be in the college playoffs. They definitely going to have to beat UCLA and uh, Notre Dame. But besides that, I think the rest of the schedule should be uh, easy for them and. It's a pretty favorable schedule for these guys. So I think the Trojans do have a great chance of at least being number five when it's all said and done. If they can't get into that top four, they'd be four. They'd be five or six when it's all said and done. If they can't get in the top four, in my opinion. Um, who else we got in sports that's going on? Any, well, we got that... <laughs> Them damn Jakes, man. The, the damn, yeah. I ain't even gonna talk about that boxing. That, that's that's whatever. I'm just waiting for the real boxing matches to come along because that Jake Paul and all that shit, man. That shit right there, whatever. Only thing I enjoy about it is the little performances that they be having. <laughs> he do do a hell of a promotion, though. I ain't gonna lie about that. But I believe him and Anderson Silva fighting, whatever, you know. So, yeah, man. That's, yeah. But um, I just want to let y'all know, thank you again for tuning in to another week's of another week episode of Play Loud Podcast. Your boy DJ Pay, man. I thank y'all. As always, it's been fun. And you know how I do. I'll see y'all again real soon. And I'm out here. Oh, thank you.